This is a podcast by the Positive Psychology People. Strength. Getting back to basics. Journeys are best begun with an initial reconnaissance. We want to get our bearings and check out what supplies we have in our backpacks. Decide on a destination. And a self-development journey is no different. And learning more about our strengths is an excellent starting point because they are the foundations on which we start to build greater self-awareness. Today, as I started out on a fresh adventure with a new client, I reminded myself why. So why do we start with strengths? At the start of a coaching relationship, hope is high, but trust has yet to be built. Your client might be nervous, wondering what they've signed themselves up for. I'm asking them about some broad concepts, zest, honesty, bravery, any one of Peterson and Seligman's 24 character strengths. The client is new to this work, and I can tell that they're not sure. How will becoming aware of their strengths benefit them? What can this knowledge offer? Well, for starters, Strengths are a great place to start a conversation, a way into the stories we hold about ourselves. It helps the client notice the lens that they are holding up to their lives and in turn builds self-knowledge and understanding. It also provides a language with which to discuss our drivers and interests. It helps us name our choices and see the threads that have guided our decisions all through our lives, even when we didn't realise it. Humour, one of my top strengths, helped me recognise the truth of this. Seeing the funny side. I'd always considered my desire to make people laugh as a quirk of my personality. When I recounted the day's ups and downs to my husband, my most important news often revolved around making somebody smile, especially if that person wasn't in a good place. But I had some judgments about this. As a behaviour, it seemed quite superficial to me, a vanity even. As I learnt more about strength, though, I saw that making somebody laugh gave me what others got from offering an act of generosity or kindness. It has a threefold benefit. I make somebody smile and their day's a little brighter. There's a communion of shared emotion between us because humour is in the virtue of transcendence, which is all about connection. And thirdly, I benefit simply from exercising my top strength. It makes me happier. It gives me meaning and I feel competent because I'm practising a way of being that I value. So it's important stuff. I looked deeper into humour by doing the Three Funny Things exercise by Wellenson et al. 2016, noting where, when and what type of humour I engaged in, how it made me feel when I was being playful or connecting with lightness. I saw that much of my humour was childlike and slapstick, and crucially, I laughed as much on my own as I did with others. And both were highly beneficial for me in different ways. Because strengths are about how you interact with yourself, too. Many clients with kindness high in their profile come to me feeling overwhelmed. They're worn thin with giving and people-pleasing. They'd learned that kindness was something that to be offered to others, forgetting about kindness to themselves. And a strength like humour, which has less story and judgement attached to it, provides an insight into why it's just as important to direct your strength inwards as well as outwards. I started to understand strength more through my relationship with humour. I recognised that if I only offered my playfulness to others, then ultimately I'd be acting, pretending. It would be inauthentic. I can do that for a day, but not much longer. I have to make myself smile too. 
It's also a useful red flag for me when it comes to my well-being, because when I'm not feeling right, my playfulness just goes. Learning about yourself through your strengths. So back to that new client. They've taken the VIA strengths questionnaire and are wondering what the results mean. We talk more and find examples of when they've practiced their strengths. The stories that come to mind often say something about their values, demonstrating ways of being that they are proud of. They begin to get a better understanding of their behaviours and why some things are important to them. They understand why, with honesty high in their profile, that they find it hard to handle indirectness. Or why simple acts of kindness can leave them with a swing in their step. And where, if a strength has slipped into overuse, they can feel out of balance. And this knowledge makes self-compassion a bit easier. We can turn to ourselves with more empathy and curiosity and love. As light bulbs go on and we realise, ah, oh, that's why I react like that. We're less hard on ourselves. We might even be able to smile when we behave in a certain way. We are reminded of what brings us joy. I learned that for me, self-care is pushing myself out to watch a sunset. And understanding why it makes me feel better also makes it easier to do. Your unique pattern of top strengths will give you a fantastic insight into how you interact with the world, what you expect from yourself and hope for from others. I love when a client has a less common signature strength. It gives me the chance to find out a bit more about it, reading into some research to understand it better. But then curiosity and love of learning are both high in my profile, so of course I would. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate and comment. Visit our website at thepositivepsychologypeople.com and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. The Positive Psychology People is dedicated to sharing the evidence-based science of what makes a life worth living. Please share this episode with friends or family or anyone you think might find it valuable. Thank you for your support.